Hello and welcome to Tech Champagne, a wealth expansion podcast designed to help you turn simple ideas into major impact and big revenue. I'm Elisa Wilcox, and I've spent the last 11 years helping women entrepreneurs build six and seven figure businesses with simple systems and automation. I'm here to guide you and give you my exact strategies for money, marketing, and automated business growth so you can create the life and business you truly desire. The income level you really want is well within your reach. Let's do this together. Hello. Hi. Welcome back to Tech Champagne. I'm Elisa Wilcox, your host. And today I have a very special guest. They can probably guess who you are by the sound of your voice. It's me again. <laughs> Welcome back. Uh, I'm here today with my fiance and our wedding's off. Yep, it's off. We're over it. She gone. Mm-hmm. We tried. <laughs> we, Fall down, go boom. <laughs> we, tri- we tried. And today we're going to talk about uh, what the heck happened and what, what we're going to do next. What didn't happen? I know. And <laughs> I think the episode that we recorded about our engagement, um, I don't know what number that episode is off the top of my head. We'll put it in the show notes. But I think that has been the most listened to episode in the history of Tech Champagne. So Is that my fault? Um, yes. Okay. It's your fault. <laughs> so I think it's important to talk about real life things in addition to the Instagram version of things. So we're going to do that again today. And I'm really excited to do it. Are you ready? Not really. Let's Are do you... it. <laughs> okay. Okay. So here's a quick recap. We got engaged on September 30th. We decided to get married on the 15th of January. Today, we are recording on the 16th of January, and there has been no wedding. Nope, didn't happen. Did not happen. And here's why. So we did our best. There was a lot of planning. Oh, yeah. Which you you took over. Well, yeah, you asked me to take the planning. I asked you to take it over. Here's why. I think as women, we are raised to think (laughs) like we're supposed to dream about getting married as little girls and you know you get into junior high high school I think a lot of the conversation for girls and and women is when are you gonna get married who's your prince charming Mm -hmm. it's almost like a measure of whether or not you are successful in your life if you're married or not which to me is bonkers but that's okay so there's all this pressure, I think, on women to seek that out and then to love the planning process and to love everything about the wedding day. God, it's awful. <laughs> <laughs> I did not grow up dreaming of getting married. It was not something that I fantasized about as as a young person. Did not dream about getting married. So we get engaged. We are doing the planning of the wedding and I shut down completely <laughs> more than once. Uh, way more than once. <laughs> Do you remember the day I cried? Most recently. <laughs> About wedding planning. Yes, I do. That was the day that I agreed to take over most of the planning. I, had, I didn't sleep well the night before. And you were in the office early. And then I went into the office. And I sat down in the chair just praying that we wouldn't have to talk about wedding logistics for five <laughs> minutes. And I think you had coffee, you'd gone to Starbucks, and I just poured myself a cup of tea, and I'm sitting there trying to ease into the day with very few brain cells because I hadn't slept very well. And mm-hmm. you said, babe, okay, 
Let's go down the list of all the things I've done for the wedding. I thought I was helping. Oh, you were so helpful. And I started crying. <laughs> and you were like, are you okay? And I said, no, I'm not okay. I don't want to do this anymore. I don't want to do the planning anymore. <laughs> which, is, which is a strange position. It's like, you don't want to plan or you don't want to get married. I, it, mm-hmm. Yeah, it was planning. But um, yeah, then I started taking over the planning and I realized why it's awful um it's i mean it's a lot like project management with a whole lot more moving parts than i'm used to like it's it's hurting cats with the vendors it's a lot yeah all the vendors have different needs requirements and different services and you know who can be outside who needs power who needs whatever they need and you know, our uh, day of wedding coordinator, Karina, was instrumental. She's magic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I imagine she'll listen to this. Oh, I'm sure she will. Okay. But we also, like, it doesn't matter if you have a great planner and all these vendors and your team is awesome. You still have to make decisions as a bride and groom. And I was so overwhelmed that I just shut down completely. And when you and I talked about getting married, you know, we got engaged. And then the conversation became, what kind of wedding do you want? And I've talked to a lot of friends about this who have been married before. I was married before. Mm -hmm. And I think for people who have had a big wedding already and have gone through a wedding planning process and they know how extensive it is, I remember telling you, can we just go to the beach with like two friends and like a cupcake, please? Yeah. And I had not been married before. And with uh, having both my parents having passed and a couple of uh, emotional things on that side, I felt like it was very important to have the what little families left present. And that was a big deal to me. So a very, very small wedding turned into a probably medium-sized wedding. Probably small to medium, I think. Yeah. Well, at least the planning, because the wedding didn't happen. But, <laughs> the wedding did not happen. <laughs> and something that I discovered in this process, I don't think it matters if you have 20 people or you have 200 people. The amount of planning you do is the same. Planning uh, wise, you're probably right. Monetarily, it totally changes because it's larger venue, more plates, more like because right. all the vendors charge per head. Right. Certainly. Yeah. A lot of those things are variable depending on the number of people that are there. But oh my God, this planning. I, I shut down completely. Mm-hmm. And to people that are listening that don't know this, men can do it too. <laughs> now run and tell the others. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> Men are perfectly capable. You have been on all the conference calls. Somebody asked me the other day, are you guys going to have a wedding cake? And I was like, I have no idea. You're going to have to ask him. <laughs> I didn't know. Well, you told me you didn't want one. So. <laughs> I, know, I know. But people have asked me a lot of questions that I don't know the answer to because I'm not on these calls. And it's just like such a testament to your ability to pick up the slack. So all right, let's put, frame something here, though. Um, you wanted a very small wedding, and I'm very easygoing about things that's in the scope of weddings. I imagine some people would be pretty strict about, like, say, a cake or the food or whatever. Um, I was totally happy with the taco truck. We actually went with a taco, not a truck, but a taco guy. Taco guy. Yeah. And um, <laughs> instead of a big cake, we were doing, we're going to do cupcakes. Um, and because we were both so easygoing about the process, it made this approachable to me. Mm-hmm. I mean, if, if you had said, no, I don't want to do it in planning, but it has to be absolutely perfect, this wouldn't work. Right. Yeah, because that's contradictory. 
yeah. You can't have all these demands and not participate. Yeah. I mean, if you're if you're hands off, you get what you get. <laughs> and you will like it. <laughs> yep. The only thing you said no to is red solo cups, which I I, I I drew the line <laughs> at the red solo cup. I was fine with that white like, opera. I don't care. Like, <laughs> oh, I will not have wedding photos with red solo cups in the picture. <laughs> yeah. Um the one thing you were instrumental in uh, instrumental helping with was um uh, the venue. Oh yes, yes, yes. Yeah. So originally so I wanted to um rent out part of a non sort of public park here. And um you know, it was gonna be oh god six thousand dollars or something for six hours. Yeah. It was you know, it'd be rush the vendor rush all the vendors in, set everything up, do the wedding, and get everybody out six yeah. hours ago. And just it didn't make sense. So you had done a women's retreat at this um, Airbnb in Santa Barbara that was mm-hmm. just absolutely beautiful with the uh, gorgeous view and all this. And we were able to secure that place for four or five nights mm-hmm. for a little bit more, but it sleeps 25. And all the our I, guests could stay. Yeah. So, well, and by all of us, she means all the family. So yeah. her family and my family could, who have never met each other, sleep under the same roof and get to know each other for a little bit. Yeah. And uh, no, that didn't happen either. That didn't happen at all. <laughs> Nothing has happened. Oh, gosh, that's funny. Yeah. But that felt like a better option to me than a, a venue and then having all of our people at different hotels mm-hmm. and then us spending several days hotel jumping, trying to visit with people. Hurting cats. <laughs> well, that sounded like a lot. But anyway, the wedding didn't happen. So it's kind of... Um, I feel like we're dragging this part out. Can we tell them why the wedding didn't happen? Yes. Yes, yes, yes. I know people are like, Jesus. Okay, so um, January 15th, the wedding's supposed to occur. But a few days before that, nearly a week before, um, a much-needed powerful storm came through California and pretty well hit Santa Barbara directly. And Santa Barbara is a little bit isolated. There's a one-on-one. Which you get in north or south, and there's going through the the pass on this called the one fifty four, or you can fly in, or you can take a train. So the storm came through, shut down the one hundred and one north, shut down the one hundred and one south, shut down the one fifty four, shut down the one sixty six, the two forty six. Oh my gosh, um, that's a lot of information. Yeah, well, it's fine. <laughs> um, then the folks who were to come in by plane couldn't because the airport flooded, and then some of the mudslides <laughs> stopped the trains from moving as well. So. At that point, we're thinking, okay, oh, and also the, the venue was damaged. So yeah, not oh. only could you not drive the venue, it was also damaged. Yeah. So the situation quickly became, it moved from, okay, well, we're going to have to shift the wedding to a different date to how much food do we have in the fridge? Because if the town runs out of food, they can't get any here. Yeah. So that's how the wedding got paused. But yes, the wedding's off. Well, paused, but it didn't happen. And my best friend from Hawaii flew in a week early to help with whatever we needed help with her and her four-year-old daughter, who was our, uh, flower our flower girl. Thank you. And so they were here for a whole week and there was no wedding. It was good to <laughs> but see But here's him. the thing. So, you know, when there's something coming up, that's really big in your life and there's some resistance and it just keeps showing up. Like, I don't know if it's resistance like we have internally or stuff keeps happening, but stuff kept happening. So, you know, the weather was horrible. And so we just kind of resigned ourselves to the fact that we would have rain on our wedding day. To me, that's minor. Life yeah. happens. Whether it's your wedding day or not, life is still going to happen. So we had a contingency plan at the venue for if it rained. Yep. Well, the weather got worse and worse and worse. 
So that's some sort of concern for us. Then my, oh, a few days before that, my sister fell and broke her ankle in three places, had to have surgery. She is the matron of honor. Mm -hmm. And she was like, I'm really sorry, sister, but I will not be at your wedding. And then my cousin, I have a small family, was very, very sick in in and out of the doctor all week long. And she was like, sorry, cousin, I don't think I'm going to be able to make it to your wedding. Um, My sister's mother-in-law passed in December. And so we were talking about services and, you know, for her and the family and just trying to be mindful of timing of everything so that we could have the family together for a happy occasion. And it just was not lining up. It just wasn't. Yep. So... And then you the know. venue got damaged and they texted us and said, sorry, we're going to have to move your guys' date. They were like, oh, is there another weekend you're thinking of? And we're like, oh, we have all these people scheduled to fly in. We have to contact all of them. And that was right after me dealing with the flooding backyard. Oh, yeah, our backyard <laughs> flooded. Yeah. yeah. That's fixed. Yep, yeah. It was a very fun weekend. <laughs> yeah. So I went into um, Sister Mary Sunshine mode. Is that, have you heard that before? I have not. I'm looking for certain views. You know what's funny is I have all these phrases because my mom is Scottish that I knew as a kid or that I said as a kid. And it's like this game where I look at my friends like, is this a Scottish thing or an American kid thing? Because if they look at me like, what are you saying? Then I know the answer. So anyway, my mom says that a lot. So Sister Mary Sunshine. So then I was just like, you know, people were checking in. Are you okay? Are you okay? You're going to have to move the wedding. Are you doing okay? And I was like, you know what? At least our house is not flooded. People lost cars. Um, you know, a lot of things happened. Their homes were damaged. Mm-hmm. Roads are damaged. It was really scary for a lot of people. Kids were not in school, I think, for two full days, which impacts, you know, parents' ability to go to work. We didn't have any of that. No. So I felt like I don't have anything to complain about because this wedding is going to be moved. Everything is movable. So I have nothing to be upset about. And I did that for like three days. And everybody was waiting for me to crack. <laughs> I know I was. <laughs> Everyone's like, you cannot be okay. Your wedding was just canceled, postponed. Didn't happen. Right. And so I was just like, no, everything's great. I'm going to do my wedding appointments anyway. I'm going to get a spray tan. I'm going to get hair extensions. And just great, by the way. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just sit on the couch in the living room. Um, and I'm just going to do the things. It's going to be great. Everything's great. And then one day I woke up. And I just wanted to crawl in a hole. I wanted to crawl in a hole. And I went to the gym because I thought, you know what? If I work out, it's really going to help. My best friend was like, we really want to throw you a, a little a little bridal shower. And I was just started crying. <laughs> I just started crying. And she was like. Two days before the bridal shower. And she said, um, you're not okay, are you? There's just people in your life that know you. They know your tone of voice. They know your demeanor. They know everything. And so I left the gym and I called her and I said, I'm not okay. And I'm going to stop pretending like I am because I was so excited. Number one, to marry you, of course. Likewise. <laughs> and number two, to have my family here who I don't get to see all that often and to celebrate and all the happiness and this venue that I love so much. And so I told my best friend on the phone, I said, you know what? I think I need to feel my feelings for like an hour. So I'm okay. I'm not in depression. I'm in the car. I think I'm going to go get a Poke Bowl and sit in the car and listen to a podcast and cry for like an hour. And so she said, 
okay, I will call you in like an hour and a half and check in with you. And so I started posting on Instagram, like let's normalize being upset about things that are fixable because it's totally fixable. There's no permanent damage to us or anything. And the vendors have been so easy about moving everything. Yeah. Uh, the only vendor that had a added expense expense was the florist. You know, they'd already ordered the flowers and oh, they yeah. don't have a, very, a terribly long shelf life. So No, they don't. <laughs> <laughs> and the venue allowed us to book again for six weeks from now. So what do we think. Yeah, if the if the damage is minimal, if they're able to fix it, you know, the efficient can fly out. If our so our efficient, who's my best friend of thirty years, um, is really busy on the weekends because he travels so much. So he did say if we choose that weekend that he would fly in the day of the day of and fly out the next day. (laughs) So we're having to shift right now. We're having to shift and be flexible and. Just go with it. Like, I still don't have my wedding dress because we couldn't go get it because the roads were closed. I forgot about that. <laughs> it's, I was like, well, if there is a wedding, what am I going to wear? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was another big one. Like, half our vendors were not in Santa Barbara and couldn't get here. They couldn't get here, right. So even if we switched to the, you know, the courthouse steps or something, our photographer couldn't get here, our videographer, our you know, photographer could. Yeah, she was. the idea. Yeah. So there was a lot of resistance. Um in this event, in a, in a lot of ways. You got to roll the punches. You got to roll the punches, right? Oh. So we have rescheduled the wedding. Um, but I wanted to do a podcast about it because it's real life. And it I think is. it's important to share real life stuff. And I've been posting about it and people have asked a lot of questions about it. So now our honeymoon will be postponed, which we haven't booked yet anyway. Yeah, that was kind of lucky, I suppose. I know. Like... I know. I think it was really lucky. So... That is the update on the non-wedding. So then we decided yesterday on January 15th that instead of sitting at home being sad, that we would invite the local friends and guests who are going to go to the wedding and have a non-wedding happy hour. Mm-hmm. And it was a great success. <laughs> it was a good turnout, huh? Yeah. I mean, it was a lot of, you know, sorry it wasn't the day you expected and that type of stuff, but it's just good to be around people that you care about and care about you. Yeah. Agreed. Um, can we tell them about the honeymoon? Of idea? course. Okay. Have you said anything about it before? No. Okay, so the general idea about the honeymoon is a round-the-world trip. I used to travel a lot uh, previously and rack up a lot, a lot of airline miles. And I just want to burn through them and get a couple tickets to go around the world. And I think we have five stops, so... We haven't booked it yet. No, we have. Well, this is all conceptual, but here's here's the thing. I want to run through the list to your audience. And if any of y'all think there's other spots that we shouldn't miss or we're really close to something, put it in the comments. You do comments, right? You're, uh, you're the cutest person ever. All right. Okay, so from here to New York, New yep. York to London. Mm-hmm. Um, London will uh, take the, the train or rent a car or go around and yep. go to Scotland where you got family. Yes. And then from there to Vienna. Yes. Vienna to Phuket. No. No? Well, we'll hop around a little bit. Yeah, from, we'll hop from Vienna. Vienna. Yeah. Yeah. And that's flight wise. It'd be from Vienna down to Phuket, Thailand. Mm-hmm. And then from Phuket to Sydney, Australia, Sydney, Australia to home. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah. You've got it's going to be a good one. It's going to be a good one. Mm-hmm. Uh, we even considered, there's something else I think that's important to talk about. Wedding stuff, traditional, and this is like in air quotes right now. Traditional. What does that even mean? I don't know. 
you don't have to do the things in any certain order. You don't have to do big, small, medium. You don't have to do any of it if you don't want to. It's about the people getting married. We, That's all it should be. <laughs> yeah, but we were talking about having a honeymoon before getting married. If yeah. if the timing didn't align. I, I know a lovely woman who was pregnant, had the baby, her now husband proposed. Baby was like two days old. Oh. <laughs> so cute. But he didn't want to do like a rush engagement. So they got married. And then later on, he did like a really fancy engagement <laughs> for her after the fact. Hmm. You can do whatever you want. Yeah. Whatever you want. Rings, no rings, whatever. Yeah. yeah. So if you are listening and you're someone who has been married before and is getting married for a second time or third time or eighth time, no judgment, and you're struggling with the emotional layers of it, um, it's totally normal. Absolutely normal. It's totally, totally normal. I should be more worried about you if you didn't have the feelings. Yeah. Yeah. We're being humans right now. Yep. So anyhow, (laughs) the wedding's off for now. (laughs) (laughs) The wedding's off until six weeks from now when it's back on. But you know what? If it rings again, then you no, soon... <laughs> I know I won't put that out for the universe. Well, if there's any resistance to it, honey, um, we're gonna get married right here in the living room, okay? Right, Lucas, um... the dog, will be the ring bearer and the officiant and the DJ. Mark once for yes, I think that's a great plan. Do you have anything you'd like to add? No, I'm actually just kind of excited about that comments idea honey mm-hmm. there's no comments on oh, <laughs> that's why i said you were cute okay that's right you can do comments on instagram we can do a poll or something do you know what that is yeah okay let's hear it let's do the I'll, poll i'll help you oh i figured your audience <laughs> okay we'll do it on mine yeah <laughs> so sorry okay. <laughs> thank you all so much for listening we've been really excited to talk about this for a while yeah it's good to be human and if you have uh some stuff happening and you are trying and maybe failing to be sister mary sunshine you don't have to be take a break feel some feelings go sit in your car and cry and listen to a podcast if you need to because <laughs> that always works <laughs> hey everybody has different needs right <laughs> okay all right is that it I think so. Okay. Uh, Goodbye, Internet. (laughs) Bye, Internet. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Tech Champagne. And I will see you next week. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Thank you for spending your time with me today. I hope this episode brought you exactly what you needed. If you had fun today, be sure to hit the subscribe button or leave me a review. Your support means the world to me and it helps other women entrepreneurs find the show as well. And if you're looking for a free place to connect and learn more about creating your own six-figure online business, check out my Facebook group, Empowered Entrepreneurs. See you on the next episode.